0: This is Taking the World by Stormy with Stormy Daniels and co-host Dwayne Crawford.
1: This is Stormy Daniels, and you are listening to Taking the World by Stormy with my co host, Dwayne Crawford. Hello. And tonight's co host, Malachi, who is not just a friend and an inspiration, but my trusty bodyguard and occasional backup dancer.
0: It's never too early for a body roll.
1: Never too early for mm-hmm. a body roll. And I feel like there should be a visual to go along with this, so that people could ex- like appreciate it's, it's the gravity.
0: More when there's yeah. a visual, but it's fine.
1: I mean, how tall are you? Six five. Yeah, and he's got moves. You know, I don't like people that are funnier than me. <laughs> I also don't like people who can move their hips better than me. I mean, I fuck for money.
2: Especially he when he makes me blush. Six five and tower over everyone in the room. Yeah,
1: and um. so in the last podcast we were talking about people's strangely embarrassing superpowers like that I could go on stage and not cough for an hour and a half. (laughs) Malachi is huge in every way, mostly Mm. personality. Mm. He has the tiniest suitcase I've ever seen. (laughs) This is true. I'm convinced that his clothes are like Barbie-sized and you add water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like I, the little dinosaurs that you mm-hmm. used to get that yes.
0: mm-hmm. start out in a little capsule. And what's weird is that Stormy got that right immediately. Like it, most people are just like, "Oh, you pack slight. She doesn't know that she got my secret, all my clothes." I know thanks. Just grow with water. It's very bizarre. Like shrinky dinks.
1: I mean, shrinky I'm, dinks, I'm, yes, i know. that's what that's they're called. Called. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm one of the smallest people on the bus and I come with like six suitcases. That's fair.
2: Yeah, but I mean, one of them's shoes, one of them's underwear.
1: One of them's dildos. Mm-hmm. What? Sorry. Dwayne still, still after all these years, have, has not accepted the fact that I have a working vagina, even though it feeds his family. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> uh,
0: I don't even know what to say about that. Hashtag, my vagina feeds your family. That's True a story. Sta- that's a button.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> well, remember the night that I scaled the fence?
0: I do remember that night because I was watching Lucy.
1: Lucy's my dog. I Mm.
2: I remember that night because I almost had a fucking heart attack.
0: Mm.
1: And why?
2: Well, because if you fucking get hurt, we all starve.
1: If I pop a tit, (laughs) we all starve. That's
2: fair.
1: (laughs) And this is actually Justin's fault. Because Uh the week before, he taught me to climb a cemetery fence.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm.
1: And so we were in New York, and the bus was parked behind a locked gate. I don't know if I'm just... uh, Tenacious or an alcoholic But they locked the gate behind the bus And we wanted to go to a bar to have a drink Right And we couldn't figure out how to get out So I was like I'll just climb the fence And all you bitches were like There's no way to get over it blah, blah, blah. And I was over it
0: I mean again I wasn't there I had an adorable tiny little Jack Russell on my chest
2: I was there and I wasn't climbing shit
1: Oh, we know. And Greg wouldn't climb the. Greg is sometimes my opener for those who remember the earlier podcast. Greg wouldn't climb it because he said his shoes were too pointy. (laughs) They were though. That is awesome. That's not an excuse to climb a fence. Uh huh. Uh. But I just remember Dwayne going, "Get your ass! No, 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 no! Get the fuck down! (laughs) What do you think you're
0: doing? I mean, it was
1: like, how tall was that fence?
0: It was pretty tall. If we're talking about like the convention fence, yeah, the yeah. gate,
1: the bus was behind.
0: That gate was pretty tall, like, eight, nine feet. Oh, it was yeah. bigger than that. Yeah, like fifteen. Yeah, I wouldn't want I to climb 15. that fence. No, it was intimidating. It was intimidatingly large.
1: The best part about like the whole you. thing, I yes. Know. <laughs> the best part about the whole thing is that uh, we didn't figure out till I was on the other side that it wasn't actually locked.
0: Mm. Oh, that's right. It wasn't locked. You just climbed a whole damn fence for no reason.
1: I got my she, cardio. She
0: wasn't mad said, about it. You know no, what? No, no one will
1: It to. served its purpose. It took some years off of Dwayne's life. <laughs>
2: yeah. Everything you do takes years off my life. I'm expecting to drop dead any minute.
1: Cool. Then I don't have to pay you anymore.
2: I mean,
0: I take a lot
1: of no, notes. No, but
2: then you got to take care of your entire life. and That's fair. We,
1: oh, God. I have to we clean, I have have to clean out my own purse?
0: Uh-huh. You'd have to learn your social.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's fair.
0: You'd have to learn all the bills
2: that you have going out that run your entire business. I don't
1: know what you're talking about. Because you don't know any of them. None of them. You want to see something cool? Watch this. Dwayne, what's my shoe size? Really? hmm
2: Right now? hmm Seven.
1: What's my bra size?
2: 36 double D.
1: What's my pant size? 29. Mm-hmm.
0: That is impressive.
2: I assume he's
1: right, because I don't know.
2: He's probably, <laughs> I mean, he's probably right. But also- I, could, I could probably make something up, and she...
1: No, that sounds accurate. I mean, you could have lied and said 27 to make me look good because I've been on the Photoshop diet for the last 10 years. But thanks for throwing me under the bus. You asked. I I, I don't know how
0: to... But also, like now, some some songs that we'll hear on tour that are in your set have started to become kind of popular at the bar I work at. So every once in a while, Little Red Riding Hood will play. And what? I'll, that's and I'll, so,
1: that's not one I would expect.
0: No. No, but then I'll suddenly know exactly where everyone in the room is and where all the exits are. I'm like, Little Red Riding Hood, and I just perk up. I'm like, what's going on? Where are we?
1: See, at least you look for the exits. Dwayne expects panties to fly at his face.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I literally every time I hear a song, like I have, I have flashbacks, and I start looking around for flying underwear, flying garments of some sort, capes from costumes, whatever. But you're on point with those capes. I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm really, really good with the capes,
0: mm-hmm. and the and the dollars too. That's, oh yeah. The, the, it's it's artistic,
2: guys. We it, can just it we can cut out all the things that I'm good at, and we can just say that I'm really fucking good at my job. I'm
1: not going to mm-hmm. do that.
0: I mean, I will. I do constantly. I tell Twain that he's amazing at his job all the time. Then you're part of the problem. I mean, that's fair. I'm trying to I'm trying to take some notes from the Stormy Daniels playbook uh, because. I remember we, like the first or second time that we went on tour, you took a fry from Dwayne's Plate, and you were like, this is how I establish dominance. I have to eat something from everything that he orders. And I've started to empl- employ that on dates. See? You're welcome. Uh-huh, thank you. It works, too. That's,
2: that's interesting.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> anyway, I... Um, I think the viewer, or the listener, sorry, because we're not actually doing video on this one, uh, are most interested in what exactly, okay, let's start at the beginning. How did we meet? Because people want to know, like, how do you know, how did you, oh, how yeah. did this happen? To, how did I happen to you? Yeah, I get that question Who a hurt lot. you?
0: Uh-huh. You know, I get that question a lot. Uh, the full answer is the first time I met you, uh, you came into Big Daddy's to, like, have a corona. Well, you were waiting for somebody. And, like, we talked, and I didn't recognize you. I was just like, well, she's, you know, pretty. I guess I know her from Bourbon Street or something. I knew I knew you from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that because I was a bartender, I knew you from right. around. And then uh, our friend uh, Sarah invited me to the, the penthouse signing.
1: Oh, yeah, the Christmas party.
0: Uh-huh. And then you recognized me, and I stood in for Travis for a minute while he took a shit or whatever. Uh, and then we... Happened to be at the same after party.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah, and then we just vibed for a bunch of hours talking about... Yeah,
1: no, that's exactly what happened. Uh, I I don't remember going to the bar and meeting you, but I do obviously remember the Christmas party Mm -hmm. and recognizing you. And Travis, who was one of my old bodyguards, for those of you who read the book, he's one of the dragons. He was not taking a shit. He was... Getting down with the girl he was dating, it was there. Him. Remember the hot check that I he brought to the party? Do remember he needed a moment, mm-hmm. and and I'm a I'm a giver, I'm a good wingman, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, needed a moment, and I said, "Oh, I actually know this guy. He's Malachi. He's great. He's even bigger than you." I had to jab you know Travis sure. a little bit because he fancies himself to be the biggest human on earth. Sure, and uh, yeah, and then we ended up at this after party. Mm-hmm. And everybody was kind of—it was not, not a big party, but people were talking, and yeah. I didn't know anybody else there. Yeah. So we just hit it off and had this amazing conversation, and then the guy I was dating, Denver, mm-hmm. came later, and at
0: the, the after after party at the bar.
1: Right, yeah. and. Uh,
0: and then you just you know hit me up when you were in town, and we became homies.
1: Yeah, and then Denver did some sort of weird interview with you. I don't.
0: No. Because you, you and Denver definitely came to the bar at some point, like a couple months after we had met, uh, and you asked me if I wanted to maybe work for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, "Yeah, sure," because I've gotten, I've also gotten that offer from people before. And you told me that. Yeah, and I just don't generally want to because, like, you know, the maybe one's a, as cool as me, indeed. Like, I would rather work for a, a good friend of mine than like a rando who just. Wants a giant dude to follow them around? I'm like, uh, you're gonna think that I, you're gonna sick me on somebody. Like people like to do that.
1: Yeah, but see that the, the difference is what people don't understand is that my security is not for my safety; mm-hmm. it's for theirs. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. The 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 baddest thing I ever heard a bartender say to somebody uh, when somebody was like some customer uh, really chewed them out. She took her vest off. She goes across the bar. And, And and everybody in the bar stood up And then there was one bouncer in the room And she's like, listen, I don't have the staff To save your life right now So you need to get out of here And I feel like that's a lot like working for you Thank you Like, listen, you don't understand what you've stepped in Mm -mm. And I'm here to help you out
1: now, many, many years ago, I had an assistant. It was uh, when Dwayne was on tour with his band, and it was on hiatus. And I had a an assistant that was, and Dwayne's not a big guy, but he's not small. But I had a guy who worked for me for a while who was who was quite small, smaller than me. And some drunk guy came up one night and got in his face. His name was his name. He was so small. His name was Pip. <laughs> <laughs> and this okay. guy got in Pip's face and was like, "Are you supposed to be her security, or what are you going to do? You're going to protect you know, her, or whatever." And without, like. No emotion whatsoever. Pip looked in straight in the eye. I was like, really? No. I'm here for your protection, not hers. And the guy was so confused. He was like, what, you, what the fuck do you mean? He goes, she's like a trained German shepherd. And only I know the code word to get her off your jugular. So I suggest you back the fuck up because she's a crazy bitch. And the guy left. It worked. And I realized he was kind of right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's effective and it's especially effective when it's true.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean you know the secret that mm-hmm. you know I probably shouldn't say it on the podcast, but you know I'm losing my shit. Malachi knows to have a Kit Kat in his pocket and mm-hmm. toss mm-hmm. it into the bushes. So Just
0: throw it into the furthest corner of the room. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I'm very food motivated. I make mm-hmm. no, I make no excuses for it. So <clears throat> we didn't actually take questions, which if I was more prepared and organized, sure, or if Dwayne did his job better, pff, uh, I would have done. But I do know, based on what people have asked previous bodyguards, whatever, just bodyguards in general, mm-hmm. um, what exactly yeah. is your job like?
0: It's super weird. The the story I like to tell when people ask me what this is like is the first time I came out with y'all. Uh, it was uh, like a less than 24-hour trip to D.C.
1: Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I forgot all the We names. didn't even have the bus. No. No. Flight no, you just flew me out and then yeah. flew me back in. Yeah. Uh, and... We get to the hotel, and I meet Dwayne, and we talk to the security of the hotel, and then we get up to the room, uh, and then my job is to go into the room and make sure no one else is in the room, um, and then I walk out of the hotel, and then <laughs> I, when I open the door, there's just a menagerie of people waiting to see if I got shot. Super, super surreal. And I think...
1: Um, yeah, your job basically is, did he die?
0: Yeah, Uh, One of the other bodyguards said bullet sponge, and I feel like that's a really appropriate, uh, you know, which isn't that, you know, you you make sure that all the the corners are empty. uh, Don't Check the tub. Check the tub. uh, Check, you know, around corners and in corners and outside of doors, and you walk in first. Um, But also, you know, a good amount of it that I think gets overlooked uh, when I talk to other security guards is kind of social... Uh, manipulation, I'll say like there's a lot of looking at situations that could become something mm-hmm. and making sure it doesn't Right, it's, always having a plan B. It's right. mostly detouring
2: situations from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're not exclusively there in case something happens. You're there to prevent something from happening mm-hmm.
1: and, and your presence alone is enough for that. And, and, oh, and that yeah. has nothing, no offense, but this has no. nothing to do with your look or your size. I have discovered that it doesn't matter who I'm traveling with. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, Dwayne ain't scary. <laughs> but but people just I mean, don't approach. Well, people he is, just, he is <laughs> if, you're,
0: if you're a Holiday and employee on the phone with him. And or PayPal, like I learned today. <laughs> <Right>.
1: But um, <laughs> it's just a matter of having, people just won't come up if someone is with you. Yeah. It's bonus points that, you know.
0: Sure. That helps that I'm yeah. enormous.
1: But, but I think the, like, shittiest part of the job is when you have to be the bad guy. It's good cop, bad cop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, no one's ever going to go online and write, oh, Stormy Daniels was a cunt because she wouldn't take a picture at the mall. But we all know that if I take one, I have to take a 1,000, and mm-hmm. that, that could become a thing. So you have to be the one to be like, no, no, she has someplace to be. And, I, and then I'm like, oh, I really want – I'm so sorry. My bodyguard's an asshole. Right. Like, you always, right. you always have to be the bad guy.
0: There was one time I think we were in, um, I forgot where we were, but we were at some bar and this girl kept asking if, if asking me if she could do a selfie with you and you're, you're done for the night. Uh, but she's nice, so I'm like, oh, you want to take a selfie? Yeah, let's take a selfie. And me and her took a selfie to f- together, yeah. and she completely forgot what she was doing. It helps that you're pretty. I am pretty pretty. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Okay, so now we know kind of what the job is, Mm -hmm. bullet sponge, Mm -hmm. bad cop, Mm -hmm. babysitter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What is something that you didn't expect, whether good or bad?
0: I mean, I kind of went into it not knowing what to expect at all because this is the first time I've really
1: done, like, personal security, bodyguard work. Uh, Oh, you're spoiled because other people are way bitchier than me. I'm actually kind of cool. I shouldn't say that. Edit that out the way...
0: I mean, you know, there's again, there's a reason why I said yes to you, because uh, nobody
1: says no to me. Because
0: also, no one says no to you. I tell true. you no all the time. That's yeah, true. but you don't count. The, way it's the only one. <laughs> who tells he you he
1: know. doesn't matter.
0: And we just pretend that doesn't happen, but it does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think strip club, strip club smell. That's something you don't
1: really. Oh, wow. Expect. I did not expect that. Of,
0: you don't think about of it. Of all the things you could have said. Mm-hmm.
1: And what is strip club smell? I imagine it would be like smoke and cucumber melon body spray. Well,
0: no, that's, the, the, the thing I didn't expect is that the variation of smell among strip clubs. That's interesting. because I mean, the
1: only thing I can think of is smoking versus non-smoking.
0: Some of them smell like uh, you know smoke machines and leather, but and some of them smell... They all smell stale. They all smell stale. They, they all smell, smell of despair. Really
2: and it, you can I, no, I, I get that. Yeah. I get. I guess to me, I don't really think about it being a different thing because I've I've been to so many with her over the years. But uh, no, I, I totally get that. Yeah, it's it's stale. It's mm-hmm. about three to five different perfumes. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: all from the discount bin at Victoria's Secret.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, the, it used thing, to be is, the bath thing is, the thing is, every, works, but every strip club. Like the girls all wear the same three to five. You know what mm. I mean? Like there's no variation mm. in between them. Like they teach us
1: that in stripper camp.
2: Very <laughs> there's very distinct but perfumes f- and just that stale
0: sweat. I mean there's you know what really blew my mind though, if I yeah. really oh, think about uh, it. I'm very curious. Uh-huh. Is every time we go to a strip club, the dynamic to the crowd? Is really specific, but all different. Like you have general strip club goers, you know, dudes who smell like feet, uh, and then you have, you know, like middle aged women who read your book and were really empowered by it, mm-hmm. and then you have gay men who also read your book and are really empowered by it. They're
1: my favorites. Uh
0: huh. But you also have like diehard, you know, f- you know vet. Trump supporters, yeah, who are super excited to see you.
1: That's so. They're the weird. I still can't get my head around that. Two years in, I can't get my head around that. With the guys who come up and they have like the MAGA hats mm-hmm. on and they're diehard Trump fans. Mm-hmm. And I think this guy's gonna stab me. No, but he loves. But you. he loves me. No, but it's, and, it's, and do you know why? Because you, yeah. Because, because you slept
0: with him. Because
1: mm-hmm. they love Trump so much, they want to touch something that he's been in. Yeah,
0: right. It's, it's wild. Super. Yeah. Think about how I feel. Super weird. But like, I will say. You know, in that room, you have three incredibly divergent uh, demographics that are all just coexisting and enjoying the environment. They're there to talk to you, they're there to hang out with you. They all have this one thing in common. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I've learned a lot and that kind of tempered a lot of, like my politics, is that you are, if, nothing, if not, like an agent for nuance. People are people, and they mm-hmm. like what they like. And they show up. They like regardless. boobs. They love boobs. Who and I doesn't have good love boobs? boobs?
2: But it, there's, like you mentioned earlier, like there's the people that really don't give a shit about the boobs. Mm-hmm. Like they're there because of what she's doing, what she's going through. And oh, like the women that mm-hmm. you're mentioning and uh, seeing older women is mm. what blows my mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're the ones that cry,
2: <laughs> but <do> cry. <laughs> let me
1: just because say that that's a, I got to go back to what Malachi was saying and, that's such a positive, uplifting spin you put on it for such a dark person. Because
0: I'm the dark person, you're the dark person. Both. Both. Yes. Dope. Okay.
1: And uh, he <laughs> yes. likes to be like, that's such a nice, positive, unicorn, rainbow, love fest spin on it. Because I like to imagine that after my show... They go outside and battle in the parking lot, like the sharks and the jets.
0: Yes, I really hope that's true because I. Really they turn their
1: MAGA hats around and they, uh-huh. they serve the lesbians and.
0: Uh huh. And Carol puts her keys between her fingers and just starts going to town. Oh yeah. hmm. Yeah. And there's a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you okay. hear Susie? Susie's in the room. Other. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. We hear you.
2: Amazing. Amazing.
1: So, do you have a, What's your favorite story? Do you have a Stormy story?
0: Do I have a Stormy story? Or a, a favorite. A
1: team Stormy story. A it doesn't team. have to be about me.
0: I mean, there's a couple, but some of them I, I out of respect, i am not going to share. Uh, baby shoes. Baby shoes is the one. Uh, but, like, we're not going to do, do that. We,
1: do we still think we're dead?
0: I think we died in... Uh, was it uh, Providence, Rhode Island? That's yeah. We died Malachi there. has
1: this theory that something very disturbing happened outside of the bus with a stripper and my bus driver. Um, I won't go into too many details to protect the not so innocent. Mm-hmm. But as uh, this incident was going down, and Malachi, myself, and Denver were sitting in the front lounge of the bus, trying to wrap our heads around the most horrific thing we've ever witnessed. Mm-hmm. You had an epiphany.
0: Oh yeah, no. Uh, Dave crashed the bus while we were sleeping, and everything that happened in Providence uh, was purgatory. Just purgatory, and we never left purgatory. We got out of Providence, and then we ended up back in uh, New Orleans, which is just
1: always purgatory. I mean, we're, purgatory. at this very moment we're oh, in we're in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Right. Definitely purgatory.
0: Right. right. Chewbacca's. It's it's Chewbacca's. Uh, which is uh, Which really I, helped, I
1: helped sell a sock
0: for. You sold a sock for Trubacas? Yeah. Like did it have your face wait, on it? Wait.
1: What? I don't know. Where's Sarah? Oh w-
2: what in the actual fuck are you talking <laughs> about? All right, all right,
1: all right.
0: Step into this. Step into this.
1: You, no. What was the sock that I helped sell? It was the sock of Chewbacca
0: himself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chewbacca sock. You helped sell a Chewbacca sock. Chewbacca sock! sock? Uh huh. Which is some shit you do in purgatory. That's sure. It is.
1: This is how I know that we're dead.
0: <laughs> we're dead. We're having a pretty dope afterlife. I mean, everything after that has I been mean, the
1: good fun. news is that all the people I actually tolerate are here. Well, yeah. The sock belonged to a dead person,
0: also. Also, the oh. Chewbacca sock belonged to a dead person. Yeah. Mm. All right. Of course. All right, so
2: we, we got to do a wrap-up story because we're, we're having too much fun here, sure. and we're, uh, we're kind of approaching that time limit. Sure. Where
1: is there anything that you want to plug?
0: That I want to plug? Oh, sure. If you're in New Orleans uh, on Thursday nights at 9.30, come upstairs at Santos for the relatively awesome open mic. My name is Malachi Hoskins on most things, and I'm a writer and poet of such, of sorts.
1: And a badass motherfucking backup dancer He is He's also, got some got sweet moves, moves. But he, moves.
2: Is a, he is actually a really, really, really good poet And really well spoken One you. of the more intelligent people in my life Thank I'm still 20.
1: sitting here And, and I, I like you, you. <laughs> Still here
2: Whatever, man I've, I've spent fucking 11 years Fucking blowing
0: your head up I hate when mom and dad fight I'm glad you're blowing <laughs>
1: something <laughs> Well, I've been I've been blowing other things to feed your family.
0: Mm. Well, mm. you've been
2: doing that much longer than feeding my family, so.
1: Well, if you'd stop having kids. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> okay. All All right. Right. I am Stormy Daniels with Dwayne Crawford and Malachi Hoskins. Uh, what's your What's your social? My media. social,
0: my social media, Malachi Hoskins. One word. Or Instagram. what's your social?
1: Well, security I, number. So, oh, great. Yes, I need your what's address. Your cre- what's your mm-hmm. yeah. Now, yeah. credit card, bitch? Yeah. Where can they find your awesome poetry? And- they can
0: find it on, on Instagram on uh, at Malachi Hoskins. Uh, also, there's words by spell Malachi it for him. Yeah, I was about to say oh, people yeah, are dumb. Spell it for him. M A L A C H I H O S K I N S on Instagram.
2: There we go. Also, make sure you follow Taking the World by Stormy on Instagram. And
1: Storm the Vote. And and Storm Storm the the Vote vote also Mm -hmm. on
2: Instagram, which we talked about in our last episode with Mm -hmm. the amazing Susie Q.
1: Yes. And if you don't, Malachi will serve you.
0: Listen. Either
1: in a dance-off or
0: other things. Things are bleak right now, and they don't have to keep being bleak. Go vote. As you drink your White Claw, as I drink my White Claw, hell yeah, and my Tito's, go vote. He's a class. I'm gonna dish. show up to your house with this White Claw and this Tito's. I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna tell you about yourself, and you don't want that.
1: No, you don't. <laughs> he did that to me once. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. peace out, everybody. Peace.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to Taking the World by Stormy. For information, tour dates, and merch, visit StormyDaniel's.com. To have Stormy send a personal video message to someone you love or hate, go to cameo.com forward slash Stormy Daniels. You can find exclusive uncensored pics and clips from the podcast on Stormy's OnlyFans page. And for those brave enough, follow Stormy at twitter.com forward slash Stormy Daniels. Thanks for listening to Taking the World by Stormy.